I ask the question, who is doing your perceiving, your judging and reacting? It turns out to be you, the person you see reflected in the mirror, you, the owner. However, we do this activity so quickly and automatically that it seems to happen to us rather than we are actively involved in the process, thus avoiding ownership. The norm in this culture is to think of having perceptions rather than actively involved in doing perceiving. We think our reactions are the result of or caused by the written information. However, our mindset or preset worldview seems to be in the role of determining factor. If we change our perceptions, we will change our experience. Remember, we entered into this world knowing nothing or no thing. As we booted up our mind, we selected a unique set or mix of presets from what was around us that, as an adult, we use to make judgments about the world around us. I will illustrate with a Baby Blues comic sequence. Hey, somebody took a bite out of this piece of candy and put it back in the box. That is a most childish, immature, juvenile, selfish thing I've ever seen. Looks like Zoe did it. Oh, isn't that cute? In another comic strip, Sally Forth by Greg Howard, Sally, the mother, is putting on her coat to go to work. The mother says, I've got to leave from my meeting, honey. And the daughter responds, Don't you think these breakfast meetings are a bit much, Mom? Who set up this meeting anyway? It was probably some apple-polishing yes-man who's trying to worm his way up the corporate ladder by showing the honchos he even works during breakfast. The mother responds, I set up the meeting. And the daughter of course, it may have been a hard-working manager simply using her time efficiently. Incidentally, we did not arrive from the womb with our perceiving patterns in place. We did not make judgments at all. We were in the buzzing, blooming world of stimuli, and we began to assemble our perceptive patterns and the language labels from the home environment initially. This is illustrated by the cartoon High and Lois by Mort Walker and Dick Brown. Lois is reading a book to Trixie. Lois says, see the cow? And Trixie is thinking, moo. Lois says, see the dog? And Trixie is thinking, woof. Lois says, see the mommy? And Trixie is thinking, Trixie, stop that. Later, as we grow up, we begin to see that our parents were not the fountains of knowledge that we had originally thought they were. So we chose from the larger culture without being aware of choosing our orientations or perspective apparatus. If we had been born in China in the 19th century, we would likely be speaking Chinese, venerating our elders and eating with chopsticks. The first times we saw people eating with knives and forks, we'd think that they were weird and peculiar. However, most people reading this thus far were born in this country and speak English, which also includes much of the cultural norms. The cultural norm that I will be focusing on is our assumption that we are at the effect of other people and circumstances, 
that we are pawns of our environment, simply because that is the way we think and talk. Instead, I am suggesting that we are providing the meaning, and hence the experience. As we look at the various stimuli in the world, a stimulus, be it from somebody else or a happening in the environment, is not a trigger, but rather an invitation to create a meaning and experience about it, based on our mindset. This may seem weird to you, similar to my eating with chopsticks when you had never seen chopsticks used before. I'm suggesting that the world around you, including people, does not cause your reactions and experience. Rather that you are the cause because you are in charge and no matter where you go or what you do, you live your entire life within the confines of your head, your mind. Now we have another comic strip. This one's called On the Fast Track by Bill Holbrook. Two young adults are uh, talking over drinks. She starts the conversation. Bob, I know you're frustrated because I go dancing with art welding while you stay and babysit my daughter Laurel. But you shouldn't let outside events control your feelings that way. You choose how you live your life. The responsibility for your emotions and actions is yours and yours alone. But Amy, why do you have such strong feelings for a lout like art? I can't help it. A great speech about responsibility for self to Bob, followed by a negation for herself, opting out her own ownership. She is in charge of herself. However, since she states that she can't help it, that preset dictates her helplessness and irresponsibility for her own emotions.